speaking of going ham cheese tomato and the fitness frothies, how was your weekend, my guy? <sighs> Saturday night was much better than Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, no, nah, Saturday night was Saturday night was tough. Spent a, spent a lot of it with you. Um, you spent a lot of it avoiding me after you didn't buy a round. And oh, mate, I knew you were going to leave me. Yeah, of course I'm going to bring it up. The listeners no, need no, to know no. it wasn't my round. It, it was it most was definitely your round. round. It, it was, was most definitely round. your round. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. It is your boy, Matty B. I'm sitting here with Lock. Lock, what is doing, my guy? Not much, brother. Happy Monday, man. Happy Monday. Or, as the listeners will be hearing it, oh, happy Tuesday. Yeah, we always give it away, the little secret. But, you know, happy Monday slash Tuesday, wherever you are. I'm not going to discriminate, you know. Exactly. We do have, we I, do have I would, some American I would say and some that European Tuesday. Listeners. I'll tell you that Tuesday is Monday's Monday. Tuesday is Monday's Monday, and then that would make Wednesday, Thursday's Friday. Like, sure, a couple of days away from from Thursday's Friday. I'm liking that logic. We are, we are, um, and then once we get into it, it's, it's a weekend. Time to go ham, cheese, tomato. Get on the get on the fitness frothies, and and we're there. Mate, sounds like a plan. Sounds like <laughs> a plan. Speaking of going ham, cheese, tomato, and the fitness frothies, how was your weekend, my guy? <sighs> Saturday night was. Much better than Sunday morning. Yeah, yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, nah. Saturday night was Saturday night was tough. Spent a, spent a lot of it with you. Um, you spent a lot of it avoiding me after you didn't buy a round. And oh, mate, I knew you were going to leave me. Yeah, of course I'm going to bring it up. The listeners no, need no, to know no. it wasn't my round. It it was it most was definitely your round. round. It, it was, was most not definitely round. your round. Michael Mm-mm. bought the round before. It was up to and you. I bought the round and, before. And then no, you didn't. I bought the round before. And then you turned up with just a beer for you and Michael. How about that? <laughs> it was absolute blasphemy. And um, I've been biding my time. I've seen you since then. Didn't bring it up <laughs> on purpose just so I could hit you here. You're a fucking dog. You're an absolute dog. Man, and the cheap. listeners are in for a treat. We have Salty Maddie already. Two weeks in a row. It two took like an hour to get him into it last week. It took him two minutes this week. Strap yourselves in. Yeah, because I've been stewing on it for 48 hours. <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. Let's get into it because uh, I, I could do a whole hour pod of that. I you're know an you could dog. and I would ignore you like I did on Saturday night. You're an absolute dog. <laughs> Everybody that I was happy to tell believed me oh, they too, told so me. you're a fuckwit. They told me you you're told a fuckwit. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Let's rip and tear. So we haven't got a lot of NBA this week, so NBA listeners, we will see you dip off about 12 minutes in. But, hey, stick around for the NRO because it is back. I feel it. I'm the, tingling. The greatest game of all, my friend. Second greatest game behind the NBA, but that's okay. Um, but speaking of the NBA, before we get into it, Norman Powell and Robert Covington are now Clippers. And – my Los Angeles Clippers absolutely fucking fleeced the Portland Trailblazers. We gave up Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, and Keon Johnson, as long as well as Detroit's second rounder, I think, for this year. And we got back Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Yes, Norman Powell is on five years over ninety with $90 million. And yes, Robert Covington is possibly the most traded player in recent NBA history and is on a pretty horrendous contract. However... Today, my friend, they combined for 41, 5, and 4 on 7 to 14 shooting from downtown. 
I'll take that. That that is big for the Los Angeles younger brothers. That's massive. get hotter that water is boiling baby it is the boiler water clippers um but i mean that's i don't there's only two reasons that the trailblazers do this trade Mm. the first one is that big red reset reset button right yeah like surely this is the precursor to okay we get pow and roco um because bledsoe's expiring isn't he Next year. Next year. So one more year. So they'll yep. hold on to that. They'll, they need a tank commander. Yeah, they do. Need a tank commander. I think Nurkic is probably next. Maybe fan favorite Larry Nance as well is off somewhere. And then mm. the big ticket items, right? Like CJ's obviously injured. Who knows what's going to happen there? Maybe they hold on to him and wait for him to come back. Mm. Um, and then Dame surely as well, right? Like... I'm 90% sure CJ's been playing some ball. I'm going to I'm gonna quickly... Uh, I thought he had that rib that issue team. still. But yeah, have a look. But all the second reason they made this trade mm. is because they thought Keon Johnson was actually Keldon Johnson. <laughs> yeah, well, Keldon's, Keldon Lloyd keep been killing it though. Instead, yeah, I know. I would, I would make that trade for Keldon. 100%. Maybe that's a, it's like that time someone, someone got the Brooks guys um, mixed up in Memphis. Oh, Dylan and... Uh, and um, I can't even remember the other Brook. Uh, yeah, can't remember. That's that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, no, see, CJ definitely playing. He uh, yeah. he was a part of the that team that got pumped by the Bucks a couple of days ago. Yeah. So he's definitely I think, back. I think, though, I think that's the best thing. They'll just play him. I, these guys are surely gone. Like, the deadline's next week, right? Next week, week after? Yeah, it's like four days away. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not far. Mm. Um, I think we'll really see some stuff pick up, and like we'll touch on another trade that happened today. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so, uh, let's let's go straight into that because I would have thought that Cleveland, instead of going for Karis Levert like they did, they would have traded the expiring to maybe um, Portland and tried to swindle CJ McCollum. That then makes you a bit of a one-dimensional team, and CJ wants the ball in his hands too much. However, I, I love I love the Levert pickup for them. I, I love that. The I love the wing too. pickup for them. I think they could have been real contenders in this in this um, Powell and Covington trade. Like Powell on this team would be great. Covington is mm. Covington. What are you going to do? Mm. Um, but I mean, Karis LeVert, that's as best as you can probably get for Rubio and a couple of picks, right? Yeah, it is. And I mean, Rubio is an expiring deal. He's already said that he's going to go back to Spain in a couple of years when his son is ready to go to school. And, and I mean, like it's it's not really a bright side, but the bright side is Rubio is done for the season. He's not going to have to go to Indiana. Yeah, exactly. He can stay if he's settled in Cleveland. He can stay in Cleveland. Um, he's a free agent end of the year, and I believe he can actually re-sign with Cleveland. Really? Because I can you check this? You, you got the screens? Okay. I think it is you. If you get traded and waived, you can't mm-hmm. sign sign back with the team that traded you. But if you get traded and, you, and you're a free agent, you can sign. Okay, so because I think Ilgauskas did it one year. He, he got waived and then re-signed. All right, so timing and procedures. Teams can make trades between X and Y to finalize a trade. Uh, yeah, look, there's not a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of information, but there's not a lot of what I can tell you based on that. Uh, any free agent playing on a standard NBA contract may not be traded for later... Until the latter, later, sorry, of three months. Wow, I'm getting fucking dyslexic. Until the later of three months after the sign or, or December 15th. Yeah, no, nah, there's nothing really 
Yeah, here. but because I know there is the rule where when you get because that was the whole thing with Goran Dragic, right? Like people thought he might get waived and go back to Miami. Oh, here we go. Uh, reacquisitions. Once a team trades a player, it cannot reacquire that player during the same season. If the team trades a player between seasons, it cannot reacquire that player until the end of the next season. The only exceptions to these rules are if the players are waived and no other team claims that player. Wow. So, but I guess they can get them in the off season, can't they? They could. Yeah, they could. Like if Ru- and Rubio is probably not back until next season's already started. Exactly that. So you know what they, they might. Age. Yeah, they might have some agreement where you know what if you don't get an offer you like during the off season, we'll bring you back next year. You can stay in one space for two years. He hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, um, no, it's interesting. I think it's really interesting. I mean, they definitely needed a a combo guard that could handle the ball and, and get shots up if necessary. And I don't think they gave up too much at all. I mean, it's one first and two seconds. Uh, Indiana. Also need to hit the big reset button. They need to get rid of either Sabonis yeah, th- or Turner. Next. I think we'll see. I think we'll see some big moves with them in Portland in a couple of days. I really and by the time so. this comes out and people listening to this, they Turner could be playing for the fucking Hornets for all we know. Like exactly, or Nurkic, or Nurkic. Yeah, either one of them could yeah. be. There. Oh, I'd love Turner on that Hornets team, though. Yeah, yeah that I'm would be you. my dream to put him on that team. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. That would be that would be fantastic. All right, well, enough of the round ball. Let's go to the egg ball. Um, rumors came out today. The Daily Telegraph, I believe, were reporting that uh, Reese Walsh is already a little bit upset and fed up in New Zealand and wants to either come back to the Dolphins or to the Broncos. Now, he is signed to the end of 2023 and has a player option in 2024. What do you uh, what do you make of this? What do you reckon is going to happen? I heard about this last year when they were talking about relocating back to New Zealand before COVID spiked up again. Yeah. And that there was talk that he was never really keen to relocate permanently to New Zealand. Yeah. Which seems a bit fucking stupid when he signed for a team based out of New Zealand. This is true. However, they have spent the last two years in Brisbane. However, they are also called the Vodafone Warriors. So maybe he thought he was getting to spend his winters in Vodafone. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know how nice that is that time of year. Yeah, yeah, I did hear this and it's concerning if you're Mm. the Warriors. I mean, he's your marquee guy, right, for the future. Like SJ is going to be amazing this year, but... He's the I guy think, you're going to build around. I'm glad that you've brought up SJ because I think that he's obviously going to play a very important role in this resource decision. I mean, a couple when SJ was younger, he got pushed out of the Warriors. They told him that they were going to re-sign him and he had to go away, uh, find himself a little bit and come back a better player. Maybe he says to Walshy, hey, go and do that. Maybe he is able to convince Walshy that, no, it's time for you to step up and be a leader. you got to remember this kid's like, what, 19? And he's already like the face of the franchise. However, yeah. if he does sign to the Dolphins, it's going to be the same thing. He's going to be 22 in the face of the franchise. Like it doesn't. You'd be dirty if you'd be dirty if you were the Broncos if he signs with the Dolphins and you're dirty if you're Ponga. Yeah, you would be. Ponga's playing be. hardball with them at the moment. 100%. But he could slide into the one or the six in both yeah. of those teams and absolutely rip and tear and kill it. Or he sticks around in the Warriors and, and like, for lack of a better phrase, reaps what he sows, right? He's put in the hard yards. He's become, like, the face of that franchise. They moved their marquee player to the wing so that he could flourish at fullback. Like, yeah. it, you would think that he would, like, kind of give and I a mean, little bit back. I don't want to sound like old man yells at cloud here, but if he does jet as they go back to New Zealand, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. It's bullshit. It's, it's weak. Mm. Like, if... Yeah, the fact it's more the fact that oh yeah, I can't get a gig at the Broncos, which is fair enough. That is what it is. Like yep. he showed he was ready to play at least. 
Yeah. Not for a contender, but he could at least get out there on the park. Mm. Um, and then Sue, and then they took, like he was a prize junior, but they took a chance on him too, picking him up. Yeah. And as you said, played Roger on the wing, like did nothing but promote him. We're completely selfless with it. And then soon as it's, oh, we're going back to New Zealand. Oh, actually, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I think another really deciding factor in this is what's going to happen with Selwyn Cobbo. If Selwyn Cobbo signs the dotted line to Brisbane, why why would you go after Reese Walsh after that? I don't like, think I'm, they will go. I don't think they'll go after Reese Walsh. I don't think they will. Okay. I, I I firmly believe he'll be at Redcliffe. I'm not at Redcliffe. The he'll be at. The, he'll go from he'll be, Vodafone he'll to the. the he'll, he'll, that, I wonder if that's a pop, the, I wonder if that's a popular commute from Vodafone to the. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be the first person to go from Vodafone to the. Vodafone to the. Oh my um, gosh! But I think he'll be a dolphin. Yeah, I have. It a makes funny... sense. Southeast Queensland, like, I think if he's not, if the if the Titan spine experiment fails, I think one of those boys might end up in in number one jersey there. Mm, yeah, no, I, c- I can see that happening as well. Queenslanders get homesick walking to the shops, mate. They they don't leave. That is true. They that don't is leave. True. That is very, very true. All right, well, let's let's push on. Uh, this weekend, we get our first little first little sniff of football. We've got the Indigenous first Murray game. Um, very keen for this. Not so keen because Latrell Mitchell's not playing, but, I mean, very keen in well, Latrell's general. giant brother is playing. Latrell's giant brother is playing. Shaq Mitchell. You want to see him go His over? His old man was a fan of ballers in the 90s. How good. Right, Shaq and Latrell. Shaq and Latrell. Imagine growing up with those kids at your school as well, like kids named yeah. Shaq and, and they're Latrell. just huge. Yeah, mammoths, absolute mammoths. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I'm, it's good to see. I'm keen for this game. I'm keen for some football. I just, yeah, the Latrell thing sucks. I Weirdly, I think if Latrell plays, maybe Cody Walker plays, maybe yep. a few of the other boys get up. I think they yep. need to do, like, I hate the coaches pulling guys out. I hated Nathan Brown pulling the Maoris out last mm. um, last year. Last one, yeah. Yeah, it's just... I get it. I get the injury risk is there. Yeah, but if they're going to get injured, they're going to get injured in the season. I agree. Anyway, I so agree. Like... I, and and I know it's not the same as an origin, mm. but it's but you it let should the be boys play the origin. It, I think it should be. I think it should. And it, obviously, it's not like a rep game. It's not a rep rep game. It's an exhibition game. Yeah. But these boys are proud to do this, and it's just to have like having fringe first graders in it is fine. Mm. It always kind of has. Mm. Like the the top 10 guys are always superstars. Yeah. It dwindles after that, but this year can't even probably get to 10. But but on that as well, though, it gives other guys like uh, an opportunity. Like you think of guys like Josh Curran. Nobody knew who Josh Curran was last even year. Josh Come, Kerr. Yeah. Comes out, comes out, rips and tears in this game, and then all eyes are on him for the rest of the season. And then boom, he's like a, he's a household name now. I do love I mean? Josh Curran. He's one of yeah, my favorites. He's, 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 he's a weapon. Machine. He's an absolute weapon. But um, yeah, I, I love this game. I would love for them to turn it into like a state of origin kind of format, bring it in in the middle of the year when, when guys are, are ripping and tearing. And See, make, I, I, make I don't even mind. Game. I don't even mind having it as like open the season. Like this is it. Like this is like, cause this is now the point where when this happens, we're only what two or three weeks away from true. regular season. True, and we, and we to see these guys like mid-season flight, yeah, just killing each form. other. And we also had tickets. To, well, you had tickets to this game that we can't go to. Yes, yeah, uh, Cameron, I love you, my guy. I love you, but you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 cool. I, I would love to see some sort of format where they turn this into um, maybe the next state of origin. Like you and I have tossed up the idea of maybe having. Well, I still want. The, I still want the Pacific Cup, and I, I firmly believe the mm. reason the NRL won't do it. 
is mm. because they know these specific guys won't choose New South Wales or Queensland. Yeah, yeah. They won't choose it. Like Jerome, like New South Wales, they have three guys who will probably, if not the team, will make the squad this year in mm. Crichton, Luai and To'o. Yeah. Who would not choose New South Wales. They yeah, would but, choose to play for Samoa. But I think we're in a period of rugby league right now where we've got enough talent that we could like, we would cover that. I mean, you just slot Mitch Moses into the six, right? Mm. And that's that's just a knee jerk reaction. I, I, I unironically, I've said that on a pod before. I can't remember what pod it was. I, unir- I unironically think he would be a great six next to Cleary seven. He would be fantastic. And that's what I'm saying. Like if you, you could turn it into either a... He's a player I've come 180 on. Mitch Moses. I was thinking about this the other day. Here's a play I've cut, I've hit a full 180 on Mitch Moses. Nah, get him out of purple and gold, and then I'll hit a 180. But fuck, while he's in purple and gold, fuck him. Blue and gold. Blue and gold, whatever. You know what I mean. Um, fuck the guys in purple even and gold. On the too. Fuck the storm. <laughs> fuck them all. You got gold? Fuck them. Fuck them all, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, actually, I, I've done a full 180 on Mitch Moses, just as a side thing. I also think his development would have been crazy if he didn't play with Brooks to start. Like, sorry, if he played with a halfback instead of going from a six to a seven. Because mm. he's most dangerous when he runs. When he's he playing ad-lib he football, runs. he's unbelievable. I think going to seven restricts him, but... All right, you calm the fuck down. We're not hitting para this pod. So <laughs> while, we will, while we will get to para, this week we're going to hit the top four teams alphabetically. Boom, more segues than Rome. Um, we're going to hit the questions like we did with the NBA pods, guys. We're going to go key signing, what we're most excited about in terms of like a young person or a vet. And whereabouts do we think that they'll finish? I mean, give give maybe a rep range of like uh, three or four spots. So we're going to start with the Brisbane Broncos. And obviously, no one keep track because we haven't done our eight yet. So we might have some overlap here. No one keep track, call us out. No, nah, keep track, call us out. That's what we have <laughs> So the Brisbane Broncos obviously have their key signings. Like they've got Kurt Capewell. They've got Adam Reynolds. You know, Jordan Pereira is coming in. Branko Lee. Um, they've got all their main guys. Billy Jemaine Walters. Asaka, Billy Walters, sorry. Jamal Cleary. Back, Payne Haas, Kobe Hetherington. Like this this team, they signed Selwyn Cobo and they are legitimately stacked. Legitimately. I think this is a great team. Like we've talked off air about how good I think this team's going to be. I think having a halfback as good as... Adam Reynolds is going to steer this pack around. Halfback and like, captain. Yeah, and skipper. I think he should be skipper. That's the right call. Yeah, that's the right 100%. call. He's a premiership winner. Yep. Should have probably played Origin last year. Like, was what? Again, a, a coin flip. It's an absolute a, coin a, yeah, flip. Yeah, conversion away from, you know, winning a premiership last year. Yeah. Um, I think he, and he's going to set up, like, that back row of, like, Pia Cora and Ricky, TC Rabat. Like, this team is fucking unbelievable. That's and I mean. And they've patched up exactly what they need. Like speaking mm. of that back row, like Kurt Capewell comes in, perfect, perfect yep. block. Like just absolutely solid. Does everything. If he plays, he played right. He played right back row. I'm trying to think for Penrith because they switched that forward pack around a lot due to the injuries back end of the year. They did. He, he he's probably a better right back rower, but he can play the left. I think they'll play him next to. Reynolds. They'll play him next to Reynolds on the right and yeah. protect Reynolds. And then they'll have probably Ricky on the left as like a bit of a strike weapon there. And you think about that, Jordan Ricky, a guy that's played union all of his life. This is his second full year of rugby league. Oh, he's good at one too, isn't he? He's a freaking mammoth. He's a weapon. Like yeah. if you got him on your left-hand side. You got right. Kurt Cable on your right. This, this is a team that I really think could finish anywhere between sixth and 11th. 
Uh, like it's crazy. I think they could if, if it's a if it's a team. Sorry, if it's a season like last year where the bottom's really bad and there's the midsection is wide open. Mm-hmm. I think they could because I think they could string together some games, especially over the Origin period. Yeah, so I think Stags will get picked. Um, Capewell will probably play Origin again. Mm-hmm. Reynolds, depending on Cleary's health. Payne Haas Besides for that, sure. Yeah, Payne Haas. So you, okay, so you're losing more guys than what I probably thought you would. But still, mm. they might if they play a team like Penrith, um, they play a team that loses a few guys to Origin, you can pounce on that. Mm. Yeah, you could. You could. But, uh, is, is Adam Reynolds the key signing for this group? I think I, Kurt, I love the Kurt Cable signing, and that's me being biased. Mm. I just really love the Kurt. And the fact he's a Queenslander too, I really like. And he had, mm-hmm. he has, he's had a few good years in Origin. But yeah, it has to be under Reynolds. I, th- I think so. I think they just had so much turmoil in the halves last year. Not turmoil, but turnover. I mean, when you're going from... I don't um, rate Kevy Walters as a coach though. No, neither do I. I don't rate Kev- That's That's the bit I'm dubious about. Mm. When you can't pick between, uh, you know, Albert Kelly or... Um, Oh, who's the other live wire? Tyson Gamble. Like when you can't pick between those guys, like having somebody there that's going to be week in, week out in the seven, that can do all your kicking for you, an absolute maestro in game management. I think that's just proof in the pudding that he's he's the key signing. And he was the hot free agent. Speaking of of the six jersey, that's their biggest weakness to me. That and probably Hooker. Mm. I'm a fan of um, Kobe Hetherington. Yep. He was kind of like a lock, kind of second, small second rower, but I like him as a hooker. He's been playing well. Corey Pakes off the bench. Yeah. I'm sure they've got some young boys up there in Queensland. They can try and develop and get him into nine. That's where they're weak in the six as well. Like mm. to me, I'd start Tyson Gamble at six. Yeah. Like I love that dude. Just intense. Yeah, he is intense. Just turn that intense. And I think playing alongside a guy like Reynolds who can carry the load is going to help him. Mm-hmm. But the guy I want to see make an appearance this year, I, I don't know if he will but I really want to, is T. Marie Martin. Yeah, yeah. Abso- we were absolutely... How do you, how do you say it, T. Marie Martin? How do you say it, yeah? Tamari Martin. Is it Tamari Martin? Is it all well, together? He's a cowboy, so I'm pretty sure I got it on the uh, on the nose, brah. Yeah, he's only there for a couple of weeks, brah. No, he was there, he was <laughs> no, there, he was there a couple of weeks. But, um, Could you he's... imagine if we kept him in the halves with Michael Morgan? Well, that we was not the plan. Be that, was, that was the plan. Like that, he was... But health just got in the way of both He of was fellas. up there... Like competing with Thurston and Morgan for a half spot. He's yeah, unbelievable. He like, and when Penrith let him go, I was pretty devastated. Ended up at um, ended up at the Cowboys. Had a like horrific like circumstance, right? like brain bleed. Mm, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. It really is tough. And I mean, I wish we could have developed him a little bit more and and played around with it. All right. So, who for you? What are you What are you most excited about, Young or Vet? It's got to be Kurt Capel for you. Like, you've got a Woody right now, just talking about it. Yeah, well, I hope there's no walls up around. Capo yeah. might, you know, <laughs> might get the business. But uh, probably Capo, I think just Capo and um, and Reynolds, they give the team so much more class that they haven't had the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. Like they're both premiership winners. They're both origin stars. They both know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you're in doubt, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Like if you're playing, if they're playing against a team struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's good to know that they've got these two guys that can help get them out of a jam. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. I'm excited for their entire 
entire front pack. I mean, you got Capel, as we said, Ricky on the other side. You got Payne Haas bumbling through the middle. I just think that they're going to be so lethal. And these guys are so good at drawing and passing or have a little bit of a step and a little bit of creation in them that it's just, it's going to be really, really hard to watch. Like, and their outside backs were electric last year. Yeah, they were. When they Staggs were. was back for a few games, just absolutely awesome people, Staggs, man. Staggs plays four more games and they sneak into the eight for sure. I, yeah. And I mean, Tezzy knew. We yeah. love we love Selwyn Cobbo too. We do love Selwyn Cobbo. And we're not even talking about him. That's how stacked this team is. All right. So let's, let's just not get too crazy with this. We'll just break the tiers down into four, like four brackets, one to four, bloody five to eight, blah, 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 blah. Where, yeah. where do you, where do you put them? Tier one, Probably two, in the third bracket. Probably third bracket. Yeah. Third tier. I think the low end of this, if injuries hit and everyone comes out really good besides them, I can mm-hmm. see them kind of, I think they'll definitely improve. Mm. Um, this is a but- very low, uh, like high floor, high, high ceiling team for me. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? think like- so too. I think if it all goes wrong, it can really go tits up. Mm. But yep. if, if, if it all hits sweet, it could be really good. It's just the Walters thing. And if he plays Billy Walters at six in round one, fuck him off. Yeah, fuck him off. Get him right the fuck out of there. Bit like, he cannot do that. No. Nah, I don't think fun. he will, but he'll play like 14 or something dumb. Yeah, it's it's some sort of backwards as soon as your son comes into the side. I mean, we said the same thing about fucking Jakey Boy Arthur. It's just yeah, it's some yeah, he does suck. It's because he's in blue and gold. But it's just it's just some absolute bullshit, right? When when there's only one daddy son combo I want to see, and they're in Western Sydney, all right. And I don't give a fuck a chip. about anyone else. They just want to chip a word. They can do it. Yeah, well, I don't I don't see Billy and Kevy doing it. All right, let's push on. Let's go um down south to the cold, cold area of Canberra. Um Let's run through it again. I mean, you got Kotrick back, Jamal Fogarty's there now, uh, Adam Elliott, and then you've got, you know, the the absolute staples in in Jack White and uh, Tommy Starling. Unfortunately, Harley Smith Shields has yeah, done an ACL. This is t- I hate the preseason ACL. Right. I think tough. it's the worst injury. Mm. Like, what, do you th- <sighs> preseason, <laughs> pre-season ACL or last game of the year ACL? What's worse? Preseason ACL for sure. Yeah, I think for weirdly, sure. I think so too. Because you got a fear boner going into the season about what could be. However, if you do it at the end of the year, you know you've given it your all up until the end of the year. And at least you've got the offseason and you might make it halfway through the season. You yeah, might be able like to Adam Dewey. Back. Adam Dewey's got all the chance of coming back. However, uh, HSS, he's, he's fucked. Yeah, like that's all year. Like all year. I don't think this team will really make the final spoiler alert. So I mm-hmm. don't think he's got any chance of extending his season there. Is there anything like what's the key signing for you? Is there one? It's, I don't think so. I think Kotrick, bringing Kotrick back, it might be. Yeah, maybe. I, they, I reckon, they it's, I reckon the, it's uh Fogarty. They've got they, no they had like barely any like Sam Williams is a good player. Guess the guys around the pack, but I just think that you've got a little bit more stability with Jamal Fogarty. I don't think Fogarty and uh, White are going to be a good halves pairing. I'm really, I'm really down on that. I think Kotrick's probably the best. Like he's versatile at the back. He's he's playing some good football before he went up to the Dogs. Like yep. maybe he can refine some form. They needed that too. Like they had yeah. some good young outside backs like Seb, Chris, Tomoko. Um, Xavier Savage and stuff. Yeah. Um, but his experience will help. This team just doesn't fill me with any confidence. Like, mm. one thing that does have me excited is having a year of chance again. 
like Chance, Chance was just riddled with injury last year and having him back, even though he's supposedly competing for the number one jersey. Yeah, did you see that? That's Bruh. red hot. Ricky is like the worst dude at reading the room. However, I don't think... I, I think that Ricky's doing it because Chance has come out and said he wants to like transition to the center or to the wing. And and with Rapana wanting will to play, play the center. one... Well, with Rapana wanting to play the one, just put that fear burner back there and let's just do it. <laughs> I, I think Seb, Chris or Savage will play the one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a big Savage year. But it's just curious. It, it's always curious how coaches do this, right? Like you got Ricky saying we're competing for the one. It's no one's jersey. The best player will get it. And then mm. over in the Gold Coast, Justin Holbrook saying Aaron Clark's our number nine, not Aaron Booth. Yeah. Like, not Tanner Boyd. We've got our one. You know, like four weeks out from the season, he's going to be our number nine. Mm, mm. It's just and strange how coaches do this. I don't think anyone works better than the other, but, you know. Well, I think it does because you saw at the end of last year, the guys that respected their coach got up. The Titans yeah. made it. The Raiders didn't. So I, th- I think it would have taken a lot more than him fucking ha- name it. Give it someone yeah, yeah, the okay. one jersey yeah. perfectly to make it from the no, Raiders. It's, it's, it's the, no, it's I know the what staple. you mean. I know. I, know. Right? It just, like I think at that point then you, you kind of. It's just back like, your guys. Like I like Aaron Clark. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But I don't know. I'd rather probably Aaron Booth or even Tanner Boyd. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, Kotrick being your key signing, is that what you're most excited about as well? Oh, I'm not excited about anything for this team. Yeah, no, me neither. Like, the only player I – like, the there's a couple of players I don't mind watching on this team. Like, mm. obviously, Rapana, we love him. And then the back rowers, Whitehead and Corey Harawira Naira. They're the two that I enjoy to watch. Everyone else, I'm just kind of – Hudson Young has some good moments when he's not eye fucking people. Like, <laughs> I love watching. I w- love watching Joe Tarpany and mm. uh, Josh Papali'i run over motherfuckers. They do so have some great. big boys, don't they? They do have some. Yeah, some big boys that run that run hard too. Yeah. However, they're just like they're spot guys. You don't have a single guy. I don't think you have a single. There's no star. Big, they don't have a top ten player. Yeah, you don't have a single big that you can player. like put out there for seventy minutes and get consistent. I think Papali would from. do that, but I mean, when your best player is your prop, I think yeah, it's you, a problem. You're, you're really limited in what you can do as a team at North Queensland Cowboys. <laughs> anyway, um, jokes. Our best player is a winger that pretends to be a fullback, um, but we're not getting onto them. Let's uh, let's push on. Have we both got these guys in tier three? Maybe tier four. Yeah, tier three. I think there's enough first grade experience here to keep them out of tier four. Mm. I think it's just they they remind me a lot of in the spoiler alert further had the dragons which like I don't think they'll really really suck but they're, they're only, not going to be good I think they're on the opposite end of the spectrum though because the dragons are like they're young and fun and young dumb and full of calm I don't know they got go, they right? got some old fucks in there that suck though they do have a couple of old fucks in there like Ben Hunt who's getting paid 1.1 million this year nah, I'm right that. Ben it? Hunt's a top five halfback that lost a premiership uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let's move on to speaking of premierships, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, who a lot of people have tips to uh, have the biggest jump this year. And just with some of the names that you see, Josh Adokar, Braden Burns, Matty Burton, uh, Dufty playing in at the one, Brent Naden, TPJ, like, holy shit. The there Canterbury Panthers. Stuff. The Canterbury Panthers. There's a lot of star power going into this team. What? Uh, who's your favorite? And you can't say Matt Burton. <sighs> I know you want to. I know you want to say I want Matt to say Burton. Matty Burton, but I have such a soft spot for Brent Naden. You do. I love Brent Naden. Man, the dude plays hard. Mm. And what, what he does the night before games is between him and God and dude that sold him coke. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he comes out on game day and he plays hard. And this team, man, 
I just worry about a Matt Dufty is not a good fullback. Yeah. And two, they don't have a halfback. No, this is don't. that is the big concern. And I I don't think Avarillo should play halfback with Burton. I think it has to be Flano. I think it has to be. Like if you look at Flano as someone who can at least control the game mm. and let Burton do his thing. Because mm. I mean him and Aver- him and Avarillo together just kind of it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And then you got a lot of guys, a lot of fringe guys that were there last year that you just think, holy fuck, this is just scary. Like Luke Thompson. Luke Thompson's Aaron- a beast, bro. Aaron, Aaron Shoup or Shop or however you bloody say it, yeah. Jack Hetherington, Josh Jackson, the absolute workhorse, Fitala Mariner, like Beyond Diodo, like even even Jaden Ockenbore, I like as well. I love Jaden Ockenbore. He came out. Did you see him come out with those like Grinch Nike cleats? Yeah, yeah, Bruh, they were fire, absolutely fire. You know what? The old uh, white men in rugby league hated that. They do, but they, they hated that. I'm a, I'm a young hate. white man in rugby league, and I don't care. <laughs> I hated that, bro. I don't care, bro. Bring the basketball culture in. You see, no, it working, I agree. You I see agree. it working over in Penrith. You may as well bring it to Canterbury Bankstown yeah. as well. Um, who's you your? Who's your, so? Matty Burton's your key signing. Is that who you? I think. Uh, I think he is. About? Yeah, I think it has to be him. He's a guy you can build your franchise around. Yeah, he is a guy you can build your franchise around. One guy looking just, big too. The craziest thing is we have mentioned all of these guys and we haven't mentioned the absolute premiership run and gun winger Josh Adokar. Like potential best winger we've seen in our lifetime. Yeah. For accolades and just the way that he can control the game outside of a massive center. I am a little worried about that. And we've spoken about this before. I'm a little worried about the fact that how he's going to go um, without his without his playmate on the inside. I mean, who if, are they going to play inside of him? I, I was just thinking this. I reckon they'll play Naden. You reckon Naden gets to start? There's a lot of buzz that Naden's going to be in the 18. <sighs> I don't. Who would you start over him at center? That's they've, my thing. They've got this young guy. I can't. I can't think of his name. Hold on. Let me do a little bit of Dior. Um, I um. I think it's got to be Naden. I think he might start, even if they've got a young guy. I don't know if they'd bring him in so quick. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know this is a silly thing to go off, and it's like shitty reporting, but on social media, Adokar and Burton seem to be, at least in some capacity, roommates or living yeah. very close to each other. Yeah. And I think that's something that comes into consideration on this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially for, it doesn't really matter if you've got like a prop in a second row that are mates, but if you have a winger and a center that are mates. Yeah. Um, Here we go. Paul Alamotti. Apparently he's just this absolute gun of an inside. Um, How old is center. he? Uh, well, he was playing SG ball last year. So 16, 16, 17. Oh, he'd probably be 17, 18. Like he's, yeah. yeah, he's an. Well, absolute, if he was seventeen last year, then yeah, yeah, he's an absolute weapon apparently. And he's well, he just, might get. The, I don't know if we get the start though. The start of the season, they have a lot of expectations. They do, yeah, they do have. A lot I of don't think I don't think Corey Allen finishes the year in a Bulldogs jersey either. Nah, probably not. I'd be very surprised. Like you look at that depth. Like Braden Burns has come across as depth, as we said. We got Aaron Shoup. You've got um, Brent Naden. And mm-hmm. Jaden Ockenbore as well on the wing. Like they got, they're stacked with outside backs. Yeah. And I think yeah. he's probably the first casualty for a team that wants him to come play fullback. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. And, and Dufty probably doesn't finish out the season either. And even if he does, he's on a one year deal. And then maybe then they go, well, Avarillo's our guy. Yeah. Maybe Alamotti yeah. can play fullback. Like Alamotti is, is 18, 185 centimeters. He, 
just just looking at him, he's just an absolute machine. It and he's he's signed up to the end of twenty twenty three. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things going around of him in the three um, at practice. So really, yeah, a lot. I feel bad for Nato if he if he doesn't get the start. He's good enough to start on an NRL team. Yeah, of course he is. He is. He is. Yeah, but I think that just that just shows how much. Uh, how fun it is watching one through seven these days, like just how, how much talent we have in the NRL one through seven on every single roster. I think so. And this team's going to be fun to watch. And I think sometimes they're going to get, they're going to lose games 40 to 50. Yep. They're going to put points on some people. Yeah, they are going to put some points. I'm looking forward to an early Burton kick to Adokar because fuck me, Burton can kick. Yeah, he can. He's going to get under that and just tell Fox to go get it. There's going to be, I, I see. So the Bulldogs for me, are probably in tier three as well because I don't think that they can make enough of a jump to go to tier two. And they're certainly better than tier four, what they were last year. But I think there's going to be a lot of games where they get out to early leads and then can't sustain it because um, they're just, they're too new as a team. I think like that I was, yeah, the, the combination is my worry. Exactly. Combina- a- and like, we're talking now about who's going to start at center. Who's going to start on the, like, we don't really know yeah. like, what position is, Pengai Jr. going to play. Yeah. Luke Thompson last year spent some time in the 13 and in the front row. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Jackson's obviously one back rower. Mm. I don't know who gets the out and out start. Paul Vaughan will probably start in the front row. Yep. With Luke Thompson, maybe. Pengai Jr., is he playing 13? Is he playing back row? Um, Lots like, you of know questions. what I mean? Lots of questions. Yeah, like, we, don't, we don't know. And then but- you got you got big Billy Kickout coming in next year. Like- oh, yeah. Like fucking hell! Like I know we're only talking about this year, but I mean you got to look forward to the future, yeah. right? Like I mean this the, the combinations is the big thing, and ho- I don't want Baz to chop and change, especially at halfback. Mm, like if yeah. he's seen enough at practice to go, Flano is my guy, and he's mm-hmm. going to start the year. Give him ten games. Mm, don't give yeah. him two. No, I like, agree. Ha- ha- pulling him off and putting Brandon Brandon Wakeham on and and Avarillo on here and there's not going to help. No, it's not. And I. I'm a firm believer, and, and Matt Burton is great, but he's not Luke Keery yet. But you saw what he did next to – you saw what Flano did next to Luke Keery. Like, yeah. Flano was a very good football player next to him yeah. because he had his yeah. role and he played it really, really well. And I think give, that's the Give thing, him a similar yeah. role at the Bulldogs. He can be a complimentary piece to Burton rather than the other way around. Exactly. That's what they wanted. They wanted Flano to be the main guy. Yeah, there are so many teams out there like your Clearies and whatnot where your seven is your main guy and your six runs off the ball. Have it the other way around. Have Burton be your main guy running the ball and then have your seven just kicking and and putting it in where he needs to. But as you said, Burton's got a fucking brick for a foot. Yeah, he does. This this team's going to be fun, but I agree. Tier three for me, I think think they'll hover around the bottom of the eight. I think this is a team that will win and lose in bunches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I completely agree with that. But definitely definitely higher than probably uh, 11th, I would say. Yeah. Higher than 11th. All right, let's push on to a sneaky for probably pushing quite high in the 8th, I would think. I think this, like, definite Tier 2 team for me. Definite Tier we, 2. Definite Tier 2, possible Tier 1 team. Like, that's the scariest thing. The uh, Cronulla Sutherland Sharks... They've brought in some real heavy hitters like Cam McInnes is coming back, Nico Hines, Dale Finucane, Matt Ikevalo as well as another sneaky one. The growth of Will. The Kennedy fact that people have disgusting. him starting on the wing is ridiculous. Really, and people like I see all these mocked seventeens for round one. Mm. They got Ikevalo on the wing. Have people not seen Mulatalo and Katawa play? 
Yeah, true. People not they were the highlights for the last two years for this team. They were they're gonna and they're gonna play a shoe salesman on one wing. Or I don't know, Ikevalu was the uh, he was the highlights for the south for the south for the Sydney Roosters for a lot of games as well. Mate, guys playing A grade and SG ball were highlights for the Roosters last year. <laughs> the young carpenter that came in and played in the in the bro, that a carpenter and a shoe salesman <laughs> out there scoring five tries. What is doing? As, the man can uh, play though. He can play. He can play. And I mean, and that goes back to Trent Robinson too. Like the dude pulled a guy out of pay less shoes and off the job site and goes, yeah. get me to get me to fifth. Have fun. But um, yeah, I think obviously Fitzgibbon being there is gonna be is is gonna be pretty well the catalyst of how this team's gonna go. Whether they whether they buy fully in and shoot up the ladder or it takes a while and they're stagnant and then make a push at the end. That's that's the thing that separates them between being a tier two and a tier one team. Because spoiler alert, guys, your tier one team is only one spot available because you got your lock-ins of Melbourne Storm, the Sydney Roosters, and the Penrith Panthers. They are your top three locked and loaded. No matter what order you have them in, they're your top three. And if they're anything outside of that, it's been a bad year. Um, so really you've only got one more position in tier in tier one, and the Sharks could push for it. I really do think that. I think so too. I I do think it will help Fitzgibbon having a mature team. Yeah. If you look at the guys on this roster, like Fanukin, Wade Graham, Cam McInnes, Will Kennedy, like guy, even Toby Toby Rudolph as well. Like they're like mature footballers. Yeah. Like yeah, Toby Ru- Rudolph's a bit of a larrikin off the field, this and that. Fanukin's a bit of fun, but like they're guys that play hard, they train hard, and they'll do their job. Like yeah. the only real, like the young guy where you're like, oh, I'm excited for his future is probably Brayley or Hines. But even then, they're like they're seasoned. Yeah, like exactly. Hines has been around for a while. He's finally he's finally found his feet, mm-hmm. and Brayley's always played older than what he is. Exactly, but I think that it's going to be a really good year for Brayley too because they signed a a young nine that's going to absolutely push Brayley for his jersey. I can't think of his freaking name right now though. Let me let me have a little bit of a look around. But um, yeah, what what is what's the key signing that you're most excited for? Probably Nico Hines actually. Mm-hmm. As, as much as I'm worried about him being exposed outside of the Melbourne system, I think having a live wire like that will help. Like we saw that that there are times they looked really good having Sean Johnson there in the six. I think having a guy who can create like Nico Hines is going to be great. It's just Mm -hmm. a seven. It has to be tricky. It has to be tricky. I think can't be Matt Moylan playing with him. Matt Moylan can be 14. He can be 18. He can be whatever. Yep. But Nico Hines has to play with an actual seven. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He really does. Um, You found your guy. Maybe Kyle Patterson. I think that might be who it was. Um, look, I'm not. Oh, also into the mix. The dummy half backup could be Loka Junior Jack Williams. That sounds about right too. All I know is that they've got this nine coming through that is also don't Google search hookers in Cronulla without having NRL in the search because that comes up with some shady shit. But, did you actually uh, search that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Google hit me with the, you could see some explicit content here. Yeah. Um, no, but they've they've got- Who Googles um, that? Hookers near me. Do you think that's how people fight? Like, how do people find them? I only Google it when I'm next to you so that I know that you pop up. It's my little GPS for you. Yeah. Um, So That's beeping. So, so yeah, so they've got they've got a nine in the wings that is absolutely going to push Braley for a jersey. So and Cam McInnes, you know, and Cam McInnes as well. So that's going to be really interesting to see because if Braley takes it to another level, like 
him and his brother were like neck and neck for their performances last year. And, and you know, because Jaden's now injured, Blake's going to be the household name. And it's going to be really good to see him on a consistently winning side. And, and especially with the rules, the way that they are, like he, he's a really good data. He's a smart half. number nine. He's, he's smart. a very smart number nine. He knows when to kick. He knows when to pass and he knows all of his options. So having other ball runners around him, like Nico Hines and a really smart character in Dale Finucane and Cam McInnes working with him in that pack. Ridiculous. It's going to be scary. I like how versatile that pack is. Yeah. Like Finucane can play front row. He can play lock. McInnes can play. The same hooker. hooker. He can play. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can kind of do anything. Mm-hmm. Royce Hunt can do a few things. Toby Rudolph can play a few positions. Matty like Boylan can, really, can play anywhere in the spine. Like, yeah, they can just mix and match and make this work. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, you do want a stable 17 all the way through. And again, teams don't. I, th- they, I think they don't they'll shake that injuries. out this team. This team is fairly like you've got your top guys, you've got your role players, and then you've got your depth guys. Like mm-hmm. to me, to me, this is a roster that makes sense when you look at it. Like yep. looking at Canterbury, you go, oh, this guy, that guy could do it. Or that guy, we don't know about this. We don't know about that. Mm-hmm. This team, everyone's pretty developed and we know where everyone's at. And you can kind of go, these are the guys we want. Mm-hmm. These are going to back them up and the rest of depth. Yeah, that's very true. I, I completely agree with that. Um, but yeah, I, I really think it could be T2. It could be T1. I think it's- they're T2 for me. I think even if they come off great, as you said, that T1 spot is going to be hard to break into. Mm. I've got them T2 and I think they might lead that T2 pack as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. All right. So a little bit of a recap, a little bit of a rundown. Um, So far we've got the Brisbane Broncos really excited about their signings, probably the best free agent destination of the off season. We've got them sitting at about a T3. Uh, The Canberra Raiders don't know what the fuck is going on in Canberra. They're a T3. Possibly with the potential to be T four if things that could really that don't... could go tits up if if Hodgson cracks the shits and leave if Rapana's fallen off a cliff and Chance can't get back to what he was that could be a really tough team it's it's a question mark whether you just like give up on Hodgson like there's there's I a think big you potential should. I think you should I think there'll be a team looking for a nine at some point I think you could you could offload him and get some money back. I was, listening to the, I, I, I was listening to the guru and he reckons you could see him in Newcastle his nephew's up there now yeah. Go and work with him um, to solidify that nine spot. They, I mean, could you imagine Hodgson just playing makeshift seven? It's better than any other option they've got there. I do agree with that. I always thought he is a bit like Cam Smith, where it's like he's a great hooker, but he almost could have played seven. Mm, exactly. Um, I, I think he's probably gone. You got Starling, you got Havili there, you got guys that can play nine. Yeah, you Starling's your future. And he's, 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 he's going to stifle your halves like you do. And you mm. have a guy like Whiten who you want to create. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Newcastle, yeah, you've got Clifford and you've got um, what's the Clune? Um, Adam Clune. Adam Clune. Mm-hmm. Like you got got or maybe Ponger in the six. Like they don't really know what they're doing in the halves there. Yeah, you kind of want someone to take leadership, whether it be from number nine. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're moving on to the Bulldogs. We've probably got them in a T3, possibly pushing a T2, depending on how everything works together. And then, as we said, the uh, the Cronulla Sharks, T2, and I've got them possibly sneaking into the four. Yeah, but nah. you're, but you're competing. Yeah. You're going to be competing. You're going to be competing with the Rabbitohs and the Seagulls. Like it's going to be, it's going to be tough that fourth spot, getting getting that home field advantage going into the finals. All right, my friend. Well, are there any other headlines that you want to touch on before we get out of here? I know it's a bit of a quicker one, but we did take some polls. You guys like the quicker ones. You like them snappy. You rushing like a bit up, of shit feel rushed. I do let, feel let me, a little rushed. I know. I kind of set the mood, get everyone feeling right. You know. 
dim the lights. I don't but, know, play um, the music, get, get a nice glass of wine, but, you know, I'll be rushed. It's okay. You can use, I think, use me. I think it's been a good mix. I mean, everybody knows that you're a cheapskate and you've rushed through these teams really, really well. So I think it's, I think it's fucking good. The people know what they need to know. They do know what they need to know. You are cheap as it is. fuck. <laughs> All right. Where can they find us, cheap boy? Where can they, they find can us? They can find us at Fifth and Dribble on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes, we are boomers. We are on Facebook. However, yeah. did you see the other day that Mark Zuckerberg lost $29 million because people have been deleted Facebook? No, not surprised, but wow. That many Facebook users being deleted in the app and he lost $29 million. They just deleted it on the bots. That's what it was. Yeah, probably. <laughs> possibly. Bot clean out. Um, people can also leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. Get in the Hall of Fame. Do yourselves a favor. As always, please hashtag share with two friends and we will see you later this week. Yep, dropping two this week as per normal schedule again. We're going to be breaking down the next four teams in alphabetical order. Lachlan, are you keen for that? I'm keen. I just don't know what the alphabet side. I don't know what teams are doing. Right. Yeah. You you and your dyslexia. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Please go and get diagnosed. All right. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one, guys. Take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye.